Welcome to OK Sis Podcast. Hi, sisters. I'm Maddie. And I'm Scout. And we are sisters IRL. I'm the older one. Yes, Scout. We know. Here at OK Sis, we believe women are multifaceted. Which is why you can expect sisterly banter on a wide range of topics, such as pop culture, our entrepreneurial journeys, and mental health routines. We promise it'll be informative. And silly. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, maybe, uh, to the sisterhood. My name is Maddie, and welcome to OKSIS Podcast. Hi, sisters. I am Scout, and we are so excited that you are here on yet another TGIM. Thank God it's Monday. Thank God it's motherfucking Monday is all I have to say, Scout. Yeah, yeah. Oh, also... Also, I was going to text you something, but then I was like, oh, we're potting today. So I can just, you know, use this time to to give you all my updates. I was just thinking that the Bebe is going to be here in November, right? And that means like when I go home for Thanksgiving, I'm going to go home for a whole week. And I'm so like, it's just surreal that like, that will be an activity is visiting the Bebe during Thanksgiving. And I was even speaking to my boyfriend about this. Like I, and I wonder if you've felt this, like when you have a baby, I feel as if the world like slows down, not in the sense that you don't, you mean you're not going to have as much time, but in the sense, like when you're playing with the baby or when you're with the baby, you're so mindful, you're so just like, hours could go by that you're just so enamored with it. And I'm so excited for that. That's good for you. That's good for you. (laughs) You do not seem pleased with that. I thought that was going to be such a beautiful, like, I'm so excited to just snuggle and and be cute with the baby over Thanksgiving. It's going to be so cuddly. And you're just like, yeah, whatever. Um, you know, I'm just in massive amounts of discomfort It's extremely difficult to move my body and sleep. But isn't this memory making you excited? Because that's going to be post the discomfort. To be honest, I'm a motherfucking mess. I am a fucking dragon. That needs to be a TikTok. That needs to be a TikTok sound. I'm a motherfucking mess. (laughs) I'm screaming at everybody. I am the woman in what to expect when you're expecting when she gives the presentation. Oh my God. There is nothing that you can say to me in this moment that will put me in magic land of babies. All Mm. I'm thinking about right now is get this thing out of my fucking body because I'm done. Sisters, I'm sorry. This is the reality. This is what happens. I want to be nice. I want to have good energy. I want to be positive. I want to be nice. (laughs) I want to be the person that's accepting the whole thing and da-da-da-da-da-da. But right now... This is the craziest thing I have ever experienced. Yeah. And when you hit this point in the pregnancy, I don't understand why people aren't rolling out the red carpet for me at this point. I don't understand why I don't have like a fan (laughs) and people aren't feeding me grapes. And I don't understand why. I don't understand why. uh, I don't understand a lot of things right now, but. (sighs) Okay. Wow. I'm just trying to get through this. Okay. (laughs) I'm trying to get through this. Okay, we are witnessing a breakdown. Uh, a breakdown. A, sca- a scout on the verge of collapse. Like I'm on you- the verge of collapse. Like I am going. Like, listen, Baruch Hashem. I'm bipolar because Baruch Hashem. The mood swings are like one minute, Mads. I'm totally fine. Like, 
oh, I'm just pregnant and I have a job yeah. and I have a business and I'm watching Netflix. And then the next minute, I am an angry, raging dragon. Mm. And then the next minute, I'm crying so hard because I'm so afraid. You're afraid of what? Wrong question. Then the next second. (laughs) Immediately no, next question. Immediately no, next question. And then the next second, I'm so happy and I'm so in love and I'm so grateful and I can't wait to meet her. So right now you're catching me in the dragon phase dragon energy well this is good because we are game of thrones stands (laughs) and we enjoy khaleesi vibes so that's great we can step into our khaleesi power honestly i am khaleesi that is who i am i am a goddess i am a warrior i deserve golden floors i deserve i deserve heated floors she is Wait, you know, heated floors? No, I'm just (laughs) listing things that I think I deserve. You know, like heated floors in the bathroom. Like, God, you really made it when you got heated floors in your bathroom. Fuck that. I'm I don't need any heat in my life. I need it to be a crisp 70 degrees. All right. I don't want anything. Yeah, but I'm like a I'm a hot and cold girl. So when I'm showering, like the butt warmer is on full blast, but the AC is at 61. You know what I mean? Oh, that's a lot. A lot of uh, temperatures clashing at once, but I'm so yeah. going to regret this episode when it comes out. That's for no, sure. Scout, this is your truth. Okay. And that is what the sisters deserve. They deserve you and your full authentic 360 holistic self. There is no other version. We're not supposed to show up to this podcast as the best versions of ourselves. No, ma'am. No, we're supposed to show up as our in the moment selves. And that Thank is you. that. Thank you. Cause it's a, I'm a lot right now. Yeah, I can tell. I'm getting that. I'm sensing that for sure. So I can't wait for your beautiful, picturesque snuggle session that you're looking forward to. Um, <laughs> wow, I really thought that would have like brought you to tears, like nope. made you so happy. All it's no. making me think about is the fact that my baby is breech, which means if she continues to be breech, I might have a C-section. Which means there's just a lot for me to get to the point where I'm cuddling with my baby girl in Thanksgiving. Let's put it that way. Sure, 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 sure. But you know what? It's right around the corner. It's going to be over before you know it. Yeah. And then, (laughs) uh, yeah. And then I'll have a baby forever. For the rest of your life. life. Yeah. Yeah. There is that. Okay. Sorry that I ruined the mood. No, you didn't ruin the mood. Again, this is a safe space for all, any and all emotions. And we're coming to you live from the dragon of Scout. And that's fine. Okay. Oh, question. Can you get Botox when you're pregnant? No. Okay. Next question. Do I need is there, do I need some? No, it just looks like you have Botox. And so I'm like, wait, did you like get Botox? And then I was like, wait, I don't think you can. No, I actually had a Botox appointment the week after I conceived and I canceled it because I thought that I was pregnant. Mm, wow. I know. You just like had a trust. You had a gut feeling. Yep. Okay. I talk about... Botox adjacent, I have started my journey of once again, restarted my journey of lasering the vagine. Yeah. I saw that on your, mm-hmm. on your day, yeah. a day in the life of. Yeah. Also side note, I need you to like hype me up a little bit because I posted a day in the life the other day and <laughs> it got 20 three likes okay <laughs> i usually don't care about that but like 
That is so bad. So I just like, am I over the hump? Should I stop? But I don't want to, you no, know, that's not the energy no. we usually do. It's like, if if you're in the slump, you got to keep going, be consistent. But like, maybe this is not what people want anymore. Oh my God, I was no, mortified. That's that's the problem. So like every now and then Instagram will fuck their algorithm up for you and it just won't it's a test it's a test like will you keep posting content will you believe in like that your content is good wow in that moment I did not believe I will tell you that well that's the problem with the way they set it up but like that'll happen to me too where I post something really great and like my story views are literally 70% lower than they usually are my likes are like nothing and it's like it happens for a day or three days or something and then it goes back to the normal. It's just proof that this algorithm controls way too much of, I mean, like what if that was like a launch of yours? You know what I mean? It's really, it's yeah, disheartening and scary, but I will persevere and continue because um, sisters, I want to be an example to you that if you're getting 23 likes, I'm right there with you, girl. And Mm. Keep posting. I'm proud of oh you for God. your resilience. 23. I'm proud of you for the self-worth that you are igniting despite the external validation that did not come. Thank you. Thank you. I am proud of the consistency and the commitment and the dedication. Yeah. And if anything, yeah. we will go down as committed, consistent, dedicated girls. Great. Love it. Okay. Back to my laser journey. So yeah, we're back on the laser journey. Um, there's not really much else to say, but that I forgot the feeling of, you know, shooting lasers into your vagine. Not, not a great feeling I would say, but it is quick. And I really, you know, who the strongest women, there's two, the strongest women. Okay. The strongest women are those that handle the laser and touch women's vagines all day with the laser. Okay. Those are the strongest women on the planet. Number two, women that are going, I'm going to add, actually, I'm going to add three women because number two is people who are eight months pregnant. Thank you. And like about a dragon and infused dragon energy. Number three, Women that fast on Yom Kippur on their first day of their period. Oh my God. If you didn't put that eight month pregnant thing in there, I would have <laughs> murdered you to the ground. Like for sure. So let's, let's review. Number one. Oops. Violent communication. Whoops. <laughs> Sorry, Aaron. So yeah, I was, this like woman was a complete mensch. She was just like, I was screaming, you know, I'm such a baby. She was, I was screaming and she was like, girl, like I'm going to. Just keep going with this laser. I don't give a shit what your response is. I loved it. So she was like, she was like, it's I'm going. I was like, great. You know, she has to like, you know, open up the butt. Like it is just, I don't know how these women do this all day. Wait, did you get the the whole vagina? Yeah. Okay, so she went like every yeah, it was it was a lot. It was a lot. Anyways. I really want to get laser, but now I'm all freaked out that because I went on, you know, like the natural deodorant and the non-toxic. It doesn't feel great having lasers no. shoot at you. Like it really is weird. Not the pain. I just feel like naturally you're supposed to have hair there. And what's happening if you're sure. not letting the growth happen from a biological it's standpoint? 100%. It can't be good. But you know what? It like it helps a lot in other arenas of my life. So we'll leave it at that. Let's jump to the third strongest type of woman, um, which was me. I fasted for Yom Kippur for the first time since high school. I don't think I've 
I, when was the last time you fasted for Yom Kippur? I've never fasted for Yom Kippur. It's the one thing that I what like, are you talking about? Yes, you have. No, I we haven't. It's kids, a non-negotiable. I've never gone the whole day. I refuse to do it. I will sit in shul all day long. I have re- I, I tried once and I stopped at eleven o'clock. <laughs> It's like okay. I get migraines. I feel physically ill. I want to throw up. I get dizzy. Yeah. I get anxious. I get moody. And it's just not for me. And I knew that from a young age. And so you I, know, am, I don't think, well, I don't think it's for anyone, really. I don't think anyone enjoys it. But some people, some people can just like, can do it. You know what I mean? Can like do it Adam, easily. Yeah. I remember Adam fasted, would fast a couple years ago and it's not enjoyable, but he could do it. Like for me, I, I, uh, no. Yeah. Benjun was like chilling. He was like energetic. It made no sense to he me. He was probably meditating and being like, now I have energy. And you're probably like, I want to die. I, yeah. You know, look, I will give myself some credit. It was fine until like, I think 3 PM was when I was like, Oh, I'm seeing spots and um, I can't hear out of my right eardrum and something I'm like powering down and short circuiting. And so we read all day, but then the, the words on the page started to blur together. So I was like, okay, I need to do something to occupy my brain because this is awful. So I watched Dancing with the Stars, which did, you know, if you're looking for a time suck, just fucking watch Dancing with the Stars three hours of your time. Just done like that and then um we broke the fast and i thought that would make me feel better but then i ended up eating a shit ton of pizza so then my stomach was about to fall out of my ass and then i had a splitting migraine overall oh and i had my period right so that was the whole point so faintness migraine situation while i was bleeding uh, out of my body so it's rough to be you today yeah it was a rough day but I will say that it did feel it was a day that I didn't do any work which was you know nice and I was able to just read all day snuggle in the bed be with Benjun talk about you know what we've learned our relationship it was fair it was it was reflective until I couldn't think anymore at 3 p.m. Did Ben June go to shul? He did not go to shul. Hmm. Um, we live streamed the shul because that's a thing that people do. Okay. And it was so I knew all the words to all the prayers because we went to a it's so funny. I like know everything about Judaism, but I just don't really like observe or practice it. But I just know everything because we went to a Jewish day school growing up so yeah i knew all the prayers and I, then they blew the shofar and i knew all the calls i was like isn't it crazy because i went to chabad for i went to shul for rosh hashanah i was like how do i know all of these prayers i have not we know all of them all of them but it's not just the normal ones it's the rosh hashanah prayers it's the yom kippur prayers it's the hanukkah prayers they've seeped into our subconscious yeah it's pretty impressive it's pretty impressive i mean i can read hebrew and write hebrew i know i know i i can too and it it really fascinates me and my brain yeah that's just how we grew up okay um do you have an update or do you want me to keep going down this line and maybe you have things to contribute or no? Oh, I thought I thought we were going to do current fixations. Oh, let's do current fixations. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. That we okay. do that. <laughs> so my current fixation, I'm going through like, okay, so content corner. We should do content corner at one point because Oh, I, why don't we do that? Well, I'm not prepared. Oh, I okay. am going through so much content right now because just to like get Wow, you turned into me. I know because let me give you like an update on my life and then I'll give the current fixation is that 
I'm 35 weeks pregnant and I just can't do a lot at this point. So you still haven't done the Kylie Jenner TikTok. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. There's just a lot of things that I have to do, um, but I will do that and pretend that I'm 34 weeks today. I'll send it to you today. So it's top of top okay. of the inbox. So one of the most surprising side effects of postpartum for me was that my hair started shedding right around the crown of my head. Now I have these random baby hairs sticking out near my forehead that I just can't figure out what to do with. Yeah, I keep asking you to tame those down, but they seem to be very stubborn. Yes, I know, Mads. After a few months of me not seeing improved hair growth, I knew I needed to give my hair some extra strength and support. Enter Nutrafol. I just got the Nutrafol's postpartum supplement, and I'm so excited because I'm committed to supporting my hair health now that I'm postpartum. The next six months is going to be me and Nutrafol. I might not be a mother like Scoutala is, but as you sisters know, we are always on a hair journey here on OK Sister Podcast. I am always looking for a way to up my hair health game. I love Nutrafol because they have a whole body approach, multi-targets, underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker and stronger hair. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplements for six months. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code OKSIS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com promo code OKSIS. That's Nutrafol.com promo code OKSIS. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie, like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans, and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. 
That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless design. So you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. There's just a lot more downtime in my life than ever. And my husband is almost done with his PhD. So he's like grinding it out so he can go on a beautiful paternity leave with me. So I'm home alone a lot, which is not great for the mental health. So I've been literally flying through Netflix. Like I can't even believe. So... I watched White Chicks. I watched White Chicks. I watched Kung Fu Panda. I watched Designing Miami the whole season. Now I'm on Bling Empire. I mean, there's a lot. But anyways. Oh, I need... No, not Bling Empire. Um, The Bling Ring documentary. I need to watch that. Uh, Both. Bling Empire is back yesterday. <laughs> already started on like <laughs> episode four. Um, oh my God. Yeah, Bling Ring documentary and Bling Empire. Sure. Okay. Is that the right... That's the right name. Bling Empire. No, no, no. Is that right? Bling Empire? I don't know. I don't know. It's the rich Asian show in Beverly Hills. I think so. I think that's what Ugh, it's called. Love them. What, I fucking love them. Yeah. They're, they're a classic bunch for sure. I love them. So, okay. But my current fixation, which I'm just going to say that I knew about this before Maddie and I deserve a lot of credit here because it's very Gen Z of me, is the movie Do Revenge. Yes. I'm halfway through. I also didn't finish it yet. Oh, oh my God. It's. First, I'm like, okay, this is the fashion I deserved on Devil's Wears Prada. I'm just going to keep going back to that wound because the wound is still there. You have a you have a bone to pick with the <laughs> yeah, fashion department meet. of the Devil's Wears Prada. I had to meet those people. I got to get in their calendar. Um, the the fashion is so good. Okay, the Gen Z ness of it all is amazing. First, I was like, okay, this is clueless for Gen Z, and then I was like, no, wait this is mean girls for Gen Z. And then I was like, no, wait, this is also cruel intentions for Gen Z. Cause you got to watch the whole thing. It, there's a lot of loops and turns going down, but I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with the two main characters. I'm obsessed with the main guy character. That guy is that actor is so versatile. When he showed up on the screen, I was like, there's no fucking way he's like the hot guy. And then he like kind of is. And it's so weird. Who is he in other things? He's in Euphoria and he's like a nerdy, oh. he's like nerd. And he like, I think he's been in anything I've seen him in. He's been more of the nerd. So I was so surprised that he was the hot guy. Hmm. Okay. Never seen him in anything. But I just was like, oh, the nail polish and the earrings actually work for Gen Z because they didn't work for our generation. So yeah, it's it's so good. Sophie Turner's in it. I know. I can't believe Sophie Turner's in it. I know. I also just love the fact that I'm pregnant at the same time as Sophie Turner because I feel like Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas are like me and Adam in many ways. Um, <laughs> okay. I just think that we're parallel. Like if you had to compare us to someone, it would be them. But the, the movie's so good. Like it's so good. The fashion is so good. Yeah, I would agree. I think it was, I I enjoyed myself. I need to tune back in. Oh, you got to finish it because it yeah. takes a different turn at the end. Okay. Wait, so what, is this your current fixation or? Yeah, do revenge. Do revenge. Great. Okay. The whole thing, the fashion, the cast, the this, the that, the whole thing. The whole vibe. Great. Let me do, I'm going to do a current fixation. I'm going to also do a content current fixation 
Tell Me Lies. Now, you still have not started it. I know because I saw it and the description said it was about this like tortured love thing. And I didn't feel I didn't feel like going there. Yeah, you know, it's not for the faintest of hearts. It's not for the verge of mental breakdown girlies, I would say. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is a really, really toxic and manipulative show. But it is hot as fuck. And it is college you know coming of age you know it just it there is this i just simply can't get enough and yes it is very very frustrating to watch because you want to like strangle the main guy character and it's funny because i posted about it on instagram and everyone told me to read the book and i was like well i can't read the book now because i've started the show and everyone was like doesn't matter it's very different it's so much better and i was like oh i can't like I just can't. And then they said that it's like the guy character is like thousands of times worse in the book. I was like, I don't even know if I could handle that because the way he is on the show, I want to like literally shoot his dick off. Yeah. Anyways. I don't think that's for me because I might shoot a dick off with my hormones. So I don't think that's for me. But it might be a way to channel your anger. You might be able to channel Mm. it at this one man. Look how cute Luna looks. I know. Looney patootie. She's cute. So that is my current fixation, but I just want to list off the roster of what I've been watching because there have been a lot. Usually I'm I'm like, I can't fucking find anything to, to there's, watch. There's been a lot lately. There's been a lot. So we, we got Dancing with the Stars and I am a Dancing with the Stars girly these days. Batch in Paradise is back. It's whatever. And then Kardashians. I mean, Kardashians, the, the pinnacle of TV excellence, the Kardashians. I just love the Kardashians. And we have the new Game of Thrones show going on. Yeah, I haven't. I stopped after after the dick um, cutting <sighs> off of the dick chopping, if you will. I was like, you mm-hmm. know what? You know what? I, I don't I don't need that. Oh, but you need the toxic relationship. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do need that. Doing okay. that. Great. Okay, so let's go through some more updates. Okay. I have so many updates. Let me do two. Okay. One, I'm going to Mexico City this weekend, and I am yes. beyond excited. That's the update. So we can move on to next. <laughs> I'm so excited to see Mexico City content. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of content, sisters. You'll be hearing this after I've come home, but I am so excited to just eat. Like, literally, the only things on the agenda are food and alcohol and so it's like I told Benju and like you just better prepare your stomach because there are so many restaurants that I want to go to that I've double booked every single like we're eating four meals a day that sounds great yeah so I prepared my stomach a little bit for that and then something really exciting that's happening on October 13th if you are in Los Angeles girlies any sisters in Los Angeles like that like to read romance novels I was asked. Oh, yeah. This is crazy. I was asked to be a moderator with an author at my favorite romance bookstore in Los Angeles called The Ripped Bodice. On October 13th, I'm going to be speaking with Megan Quinn, and she's a romance novelist, and we're going to be discussing her newest book. And when they asked me to, like, be the moderator, I was like, this is, I, like, I'm, I can't believe it. Like, I made it. Mm-hmm. Is this not my perfect dream? Yeah, you're a you're a book influencer, and I actually went to a natural wine shop 
with a friend the other day and I told them all <gasps> that you're one? also a natural wine shop influencer. Yes, I am a natty wine influencer and I'm a romance novel influencer. Yeah, there's a lot of um, rum and cube influencer. Yeah. Wait, which natural wine shop did you go to in San Diego? The Rose in South Park? Yes. Very good. Yes. I enjoy that one a lot. Anyway, so the, if you guys want to go that and hang out and read the book and chat, chit chat, mm. feel free to roll through. I thought that was a really... I can't attend. I wasn't... I specifically said Los Angeles people <laughs> who are into romance novels, so that didn't <laughs> include you. Um, okay. Also, I was with my friends. Wait, I was with my friends, like my childhood friends that I've grown up with. <laughs> They read all your books that you recommend. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I have like a list of 20 that Maddie recommends. Every time she recommends it, I write it down. And then I was talking to my team the other day and I was like, you know that I read books too, right? Like I read a lot of books, but I just don't talk about them because no one buys the books that I recommend. Yeah, because you're you're reading like prose and d- like dark energy books and I read fun light like love stories like who wouldn't want to read the books yeah. but also, if, you know what if anyone is looking no. for like a very good literature piece of literature it was a booker finalist New York Times bestseller I'm reading right now Great Circle by Maggie Shipstead I think that's how you say her last name and it is it's phenomenal it is wow it is so good and it's cool actually it's kind of like a mixture of you and me a little bit because Half of it takes place in the early 1900s. And then the other half, like the main character of that half is a woman who ends up being like a really famous pilot in the early 1900s. And then the second half is a teen movie star, like a child star who grows up to be a movie star. And she's like navigating Hollywood and relationships in like 2014. And she ends up playing the pilot from the early 1900s. So they like go back and forth between the two worlds. Mm. Oh, I would like that. I would enjoy that a lot. Yeah, it's, it is a very high quality piece of literature for sure. So lately, which has been so interesting, maybe this is just my genre. I've been reading a lot of books that have Hollywood or famous people's experiences. Mm-hmm. The past two books that I've been obsessed with have had those themes. And I think I just love like books that follow famous people or, you know, fame and how they navigate it and like luxury. I think I just really, I really love that. I have a book to recommend to you. Oh, it's the best book that I read in 2022. And I promise it is good writing. Like it is literary. Mm -hmm. It's called The Idea of You by Robin Lee. And the reason I know that you would enjoy it as well is because, let me give you the premise and then you'll understand. It's about an older woman, older as in like 40 years old. And she brings her daughter to a One Direction-esque concert and a meet and greet. And they meet the Harry Styles-esque, you know, that's different names in the, in the book. But it's like supposed to be the Harry Styles of the boy band. And it's... Basically how that guy, the Harry Styles, falls in love with the mom. Mm. And it is just 
divine. It's delicious. It's divine. And the writing is incredible and it's steamy and it's beautiful. And, you know, she, she goes on tour with them, but then she's also like, you know, conflicted because she's a private person and sophisticated and has a career. It is phenomenal. And it's becoming a movie. With Anne Hathaway as the main, as the mom. Oh, that's that movie. Yes. Okay. So I would recommend that you read it. Okay. And I have been on the hunt for more books and more romance novels that feel like this, that have Mm. actual good writing because some of them, you know, obviously get a little cheesy. And so I, and I read them all and I love, you know, some cheese in my life sometimes, but like when it hits me like this and I have found another book that is very similar. It's called the view was exhausting and I can't really tell you the author cause I don't have it at uh, my hand right now, but if you look that up, you'll, you'll see it also same vibe, famous woman, fake dating another famous guy and their relationship over the years, but it's just luxury, but then it's literary and it's mm, delicious. So those are two for you that I would recommend. Oh, cool. That sounds good. I will order those once I'm done with Great Circle. Okay. So one other thing I want to touch on, because we've been talking a lot over the past couple episodes about manifestation and self-improvement and things of that nature. So I just wanted to ask a question that I would love your thoughts on. Hmm. I have been feeling like I've been doing a lot of work on myself in preparation for the pre-seed raise for Camber, right? First is the work around like and the manifestation of being in touch with the right people, right? The right angels, the right partners, making sure I am put in contact with them, making sure they actually get I actually get meetings with those people. That's also like another step. It's like getting connected, then actually getting the meetings and then having the meetings go well and then actually getting the investment. So it's like, there's a lot of parts of this like manifestation that has to come through literally in this next month, right? So I want to ask you, how do you trust the timing, but then also like need the manifestation to come in right now or else it's like, or else it's moot. You know what I mean? Like it has to come in at this exact time because that's when I'm doing the raise. I can't wait another year or whatever the timing. And I'm trying, I don't want to speed up the process of manifestation because I know that that doesn't, that's not possible, but I'm also trying to be like, okay, let's get in the headspace. Let's get in the space to at least try as much as possible to get these manifestations to come through. I don't know. I'm kind of like struggling with that of like, have I not done enough work or, and, but then I also don't want to think like, I also don't want to psych myself out and be like, Oh, I haven't done enough work. Okay. Then that's why none of this is going to happen for me. And then I'm coming out of that space. So do you hear what I'm saying? And and what, how do you go through that? You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately. And I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. 
I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive, sought after, rare, and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Yeah, that's the hardest part of manifestation is when, because we're allowed to have goals and timelines that are around a specific date, like For example, my manifestations are certain revenue goals every single month for the rest of this year. Like they have to come in this month and next month and the month after. Like that's what I'm manifesting. So I think whenever I get into that rut, when I'm like, okay, but like they need to come right now, that's when you have to exercise the faith because I always come back to like, let's say I'm like, okay, I need to sign two more clients this month to hit the goal for my business. But when I get so wrapped up in the need for that, I get controlling, I get anxious, and you actually take yourself out of the frequency of signing those clients or for you getting these investment meetings for your pre-seed. And so when you take yourself out of that frequency, you become that like needy, desperate salesperson. And nobody buys a car from the needy, desperate salesperson. I always have to remind myself in those moments that the how, I can release the how, like, I've shown up, I've done my part. I'm going to keep showing up and doing my part. Like, it's not like you're not, you're stopping to work and you're not working on it. But I always, I've been doing this thing where I ask the universe to surprise me, like show me Mm. a surprise today or show me awe. Because whenever, whenever I like need certain clients or I need something in my business, it's always the moments when I'm not thinking about it or when I'm not in that energy or when I'm not trying to control that the email comes in. And I, and I sign a client, like every time something Mm -hmm. happens, every time you've manifested money, you didn't actually expect it to come in at that second. Mm -hmm. Every time something incredible has happened to my business, I was not expecting it. I wasn't like, you know, refresh the email, refresh the email, refresh the email. So what I do in those moments is I trust that I am a really great co-creator with the universe and that I'm showing up and showing the universe what I want, that I'm doing my part. I ask for, is there any other action that I can take right now that you need from me? Like, give me some inspiration and I'll follow that inspired action. And then I release the nervous, desperate energy and just have to trust that the work I put into 
cognition and into forward mobility is going to yield the result, but that the result could come today at three o'clock or it could come on Tuesday at 10 o'clock or it could come in the middle of the night. Like I get to be surprised. Like I'm like, Oh God, surprise me with when this Mm -hmm. comes through. Like fill me with awe. I really love the letting go of the how, because honestly that's, that really, that feels good to me because yeah, I'm sending all the emails. I'm, I'm doing the things right that I'm supposed to do. I've set it all up. I have my little list of the people I'm trying to target. I mean, I'm sending the emails. I'm, I'm reaching out like I'm doing all that. And that's all I literally, that's all I can do. Like I honest, I, I'm not going to cold email angels. That doesn't work as a waste of my time. It's all going to have to come through warm intro. So I'm really focused on that. You'll probably have someone come in that you didn't even think about emailing and they approach you. Yeah. It's been interesting because, and I, I don't know if this really will relate to a lot of people listening because it's very specific to investing, but I was told that like, I'm not supposed to announce that we've opened the round on social media because like you want your round to feel exclusive and like, you want FOMO, you want people to like underground know what's happening, but not forward facing. And I was like, that fucking sucks because one and I was talking to an investor friend of mine and she was like, people are not mind readers. Like that's just, that's such an archaic way of looking at it. And it's also such a like boys club way of looking at it. Like you have to know who you know. And I, I get the the aspect of FOMO for sure. But I also think that I feel like an angel investor is going to come from someone who is a fan of Camber already. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, so I'm today, I'm going to post a TikTok on Camber and say like, we did open our pre-seed. So if you know anyone or whatever, you're a fan or you you know know someone that would love to invest. Like, I just feel like that is going to yield more people that already understand the mission, that are fans of us, totally get it. Why wouldn't yeah. they want? They would probably want to invest more than random, you know See, what I mean? But that's inspired action. So that's yeah. like, okay, that doesn't feel good, but this feels good. So I'm going to trust that the thing that feels good is the thing I should do. Right. So that's what I call it for me personally, like the language I use is like, that's when the universe is guiding me towards the right action. And it's yeah. my responsibility to be courageous enough to follow the inspired action versus the should action. Right. And so even the other day I made a day in the life, the one that got 23 likes on Instagram <laughs> reels, but I posted on TikTok and subtly said in it, oh, we started our pre-seeds. I've been emailing people to get connected to angel investors. And someone commented and said, hi, I'm an angel investor. I'm a huge fan of yours. Like, let's chat. And I was like, that woman would have never known like that I had started. Oh, and also like, did you expect that comment? No, exactly. It's just so, so I don't know. I just feel like I'm trying different things with this. And again, I think another whole aspect to this is a lot of limiting beliefs that have come through. So one, the limiting belief that I have to get rejected by a hundred VCs or investors in order to get one yes. That narrative, although I understand how realistic that is, I just hate that narrative because it, I don't know, it already like sets me up for failure almost like, mm-hmm. oh great. So the, the couple that I have lined up, are those just going to be automatic no's? Like, I don't know, something about that that thinking just doesn't, doesn't fit with me. I understand the resilience part of it and the, the constant rejection, but that just feels really 
I don't know. I just don't like when people say that. So I also like don't even know I'm going to try to get 100 people to talk to me, but it's like that might not happen. So I don't know. That's a limiting belief. Somebody that I'm told to- me that something somebody told me something about my business, too. That was a realistic belief. And I don't remember what it was, but I remember feeling like, oh, that doesn't really feel good to me. It's not that. And then you immediately go to, well, is it because I don't want to work hard? And you're like, no. Right. Exactly. That's what happens to me. I'm like, oh, am I not working hard enough to get the hundred people that on the, yeah, I, I totally get that. If, if our, you know, at this point, I believe what I tell myself. So if I tell myself it's going to take a hundred VC appointments, it's going to take a hundred VC appointments. Yeah. And so if you keep, if everyone keeps telling themselves that that's just the status quo, that's what they expect. That's what their energy goes into it. But if someone's like, nah, my, my investor is waiting for me around the corner, Mm -hmm. they're probably going to meet their investors so much faster. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of my, yeah. Fuck that. Fuck that belief. Yeah. Get rid of that one. Even if it does take you a lot, you don't have to like, you don't have to have that belief actually create your reality. That's stupid. Yeah, I agree. And then the next limiting belief that I'm trying to release is that it's a tough market right now, right? So it's a really, really tough market. Let me tell you something about that. Listen, there's a lot of, by the way, there's like a lot of reality and truth that a lot of businesses had a lot of tough years with the pandemic, et cetera, et cetera. We're in a recession where this, where that, like all that doomsday talk, all that doomsday talk keeps businesses from growing because it puts them in fear and scarcity and it makes them do irrational things, et cetera. I mean, there are so many businesses that are making so much fucking money. Look how much money, what's his name, raised. We work, dude. There is so much money available for your business. It's crazy. It's crazy. And I hate the whole, well, we're in a recession. It's like, no, we're in a recession, quote unquote, and my business doubled this year. Yeah. Go figure. I'm with you. I think... Yes, of course, there's truth to the markets, of course. But I agree that there is this like supplement fear and just it's self-inducing. Like I didn't even think about it. And then also one of our, not competitors, but a indirect competitor just raised $13 million who's a travel brand. Also travel is fucking booming and is the Mm -hmm. biggest industry that right now because everyone is spending on travel. Like also real quick, I just want to point out one more time that those things are real the market's real, inflation's real, like all that stuff is real. And the point is, is that if you focus on it, you constrict yourself and you get into fear and scarcity and that's going to then determine your next action move, which is then going to determine the inevitable outcome of your business. So yeah, it can be true, but that doesn't have to be the energy you embody in the places you place your focus on. Yeah. So I've been... I like didn't pay attention at all. There's been three people that have, when I said that we're starting our pre-seed, be like, oh, is it, it's going to be so tough, right? Like, it's like, how is it raising in this market? And I'm like, "Uh, I don't, I literally just like, I'm just like, oh, I'm not worried. Like travel is literally booming and I have the perfect answer to all that. So yes, of course there've been, you know, angel investors or smaller investors and they, you know, maybe are not writing any more checks for the rest of the year. That seems different than, I don't know. So I just, yeah, I wanted to ask about that, about the timing of manifestations and also this like release of limiting beliefs because 
I have no choice but to release them because it's just, it's not going to come to fruition for me if I take on those beliefs. Yeah. And it's not going to come to fruition if you like control the timeline too significantly. So that's where the, the faith and the trust really come in and the like, the, the playfulness of it, in my opinion, I have to get to the yeah. playfulness side because listen, I don't really talk so much about the intricacies of my business because that feels private for many reasons. But when I get into a mode of scarcity, when I'm like, my manifestations are coming through, I need this money today. I now know like that it, it still happens to me because it's normal for that to happen to me. But when it happens to me, I now know that that's a lie. And that energy is not going to bring in my manifestation. And it's not going to bring it in in a way that feels good. And so in those moments, it's my job to remind myself of all of the evidence of how I'm supported. It's my job to get out of like that tunnel vision of fear and worriness. And it's my job to like go into the big picture and see all of the support and abundance and beauty that I've built. And it's always like when I least expect it, when I finally let go of the control and the scarcity and the fear and the anxiety that I am shown that I'm supported in a way that I didn't even predict was going to happen that month for me. Yeah. I know. It's hard when you're in it because you... It's so it fe- it hard feels like you when you're need- in it. Yeah, because you're like, hello, I need it ASAP. But And then you yeah. start asking yourself like, oh, should I go back to like the rational way of believing in the world and da 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 the limiting way and the fear. And it's yeah. so tough in those moments. Totally. Okay, well... Sisters, if you're feeling that, like you're like, I need a manifestation to come through today, I would release that fear. I would stay steadfast in your trust Mm -hmm. in both yourself and also in the timing of things. And then I would release the how. Yeah, remember the hindsight thing? Yeah, the hindsight. Like when you're in that moment, you're like, why isn't this coming through? Oh, this is probably serving me for some reason that I'm going to find out later. Yeah, all I'm missing at this moment is hindsight. Oh, such a good one. Anyways, wow. Nourishing chats as always. Um, Illy. Oh, I love you. I was, that was weird. You, to- you never said that to me before. <laughs> you won't say I love you, but you'll say Illy. <laughs> Illy. Illy SM. Illy SM. And I'm you. so excited for my snuggles during Thanksgiving. Oh, it's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> let's get me a... Uh- Let's get me to birth. Let's get me to Let's birth. Get to bur- Let's get you to birth, baby. Let's get me to birth. Let's get me... Uh, one thing that I've been noticing the way I talk, which has made me feel further away from my baby that I'm monitoring my mind on, which I probably did like a fuck ton in the beginning of this episode, so I apologize, is talking about the pregnancy, which I guess is great because it kind of, like the pregnancy is different from, than my baby, if that makes sense. So right. all of the challenging things about my pregnancy are not necessarily associated with my baby, which I think is really important from a mindset perspective, but also every time I talk about how difficult my pregnancy currently is, I think what I'm starting, I started to realize yesterday is that I have to counter it and balance it with a beautiful thought and a nice thing about my baby because that helps me see the bigger picture. That helps me realize this is temporary and that helps me disassociate like challenging experiences from 
being a mother, like from meeting right. my baby girl. They're completely different experiences. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, t- they're obviously connected, but yeah. you don't, that's also a limiting belief that you have to bring in the, the struggles of pregnancy into motherhood. Yeah. yeah. Or that like struggles in general are bad. That I shouldn't be going struggles, through them. You know what I mean? Struggles are good. Struggles, struggles are, are good. necessary. Okay, Mads. Well, I love the you. The thing we don't have is hindsight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep saying that. We should get tattoos together. We've been talking about that for a really long time. What would we get? I wanted to get Save It for the pod, but you thought that was stupid. I think it's stupid. Okay, let's let's put let's put a question box on OKC's in Instagram and in Geneva oh. and see... If anyone has what they think that we should get together. Matching tattoos. Oh, that's such a good idea. Okay, I'll do that now. Okay. Okay. Well, I love you, Mads. Love you too, Scoutala. And love you, sisters, so, so, so much. Love you, sisters. Join our Geneva group chat so we can chit-chat and gab and be really cute together. I know. And follow us on Instagram, at Podcast. We love you. Okay. Love you. Bye.